Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, Maria Menounos here. Before your favorite AfterBuzz TV after show begins, I'm so excited to tell you that my new cookbook is out. It's called The Every Girl's Guide to Cooking. It's the quickest, fastest, easiest, most amazing recipes for kitchen newbies and chefs alike. Please check out mariamenounos.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! No one understands how much I miss you, Ange. Yeah. Oh yeah, Kansas. big ass. <laughs> Let's go. She had a big heart left a big mark on all of us. Yo, hugs, kisses, and big thank yous. Love tip hats and lit candles. She went from big ends to big angel. <laughs> my What's up, everybody? Day, Nicole Brazier here with After Buzz TV Mob Wives. This is the series finale of Mob Wives. We are freaking losing our minds. We've been here since. Five o'clock, by the way, watching Mob Wives, the finale, the tribute to Big Ange via VH1. We are so thankful for Jen Graziano, all of the Mob Wives, for always tuning in, being with us here at AfterBuzz TV. Big tribute to Big Ange tonight, right, guys? Yes. Yes. Everybody introduce yourselves. I am Blake V, and I'm thrilled to be here tonight. Sad that it is our series finale. We can't even take it. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Blake V Media. Hey, everyone. I'm Paulina Aguilar. You guys can find me on Twitter at underscore Paulina Aguilar. And I just keep jamming to the song. It's good. Nice. The song is crazy. Song. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Howard. Hey, everybody. It's Howard the Third. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, all that, at Howard the Third. 
And this is a remix for Big Ange featuring Dorita. And this is Anthony produced Acid. by Anthony Acid. And this is also, uh, the rapper is Jojo. What's that last name? Pellegrino. So many, like, Italian names. Very, um, you know, it makes sense because it's Big Ange. So we're crazy, you guys. Like, I mean, we watched this whole season finale, series finale. We're, like, we have so much. Okay, I can't even. I have no words because... Right now, we have Karen Gravano on the line. What's up, Karen? Hi. Hi, Karen. Thank you so much for joining us. We know it's like 12 a.m. on your coast, so we do appreciate you joining us for the freaking finale, the Big Edge finale. That's right. So, Karen, can we, before we talk about the episode, maybe talk about... What we just left, the VH1 tribute to Big Ange. You were there. We saw you there. You looked great, by the way. We love your short hair. Tell Very us. Very cute. Aw, thank you. You're welcome. You. Tell us about it. How about just being amongst all of those reality stars, talking about your girl who you sat next to and actually sat next to, like, in production? That's your girl. So for people to oh, yeah, talk about someone, and this is my opinion, outside coming in I think my entire panel can agree not all those people were as close to Big Ange as you mm-hmm. so how does it feel to watch these people who only got a taste of her celebrity status to be talking about someone and almost acting like she was their girl you know like their, their close girl which yeah, she was our Anne girl just but had that personality though if you meet her one time she would make you feel like your family you know she just was a very warm um caring person and I just think that people are instantly attracted to her. So even people that never met her before, you know, will come up and say, like, I just, I felt like she was part of my family, you know. And just had a very warm, loving personality, and a lot of people felt that connection. So it, it was kind of good to see everybody come out. You know, that night particular for me was a little hard, I think. Um, it looked we hard. Had, we, me, um, Renee, and Carla, we had press all day. And yeah. we, were, we were asked a lot of questions about Anne, and it was just kind of overwhelming. And then by the time we got to, you know, the tribute, it was it was kind of surreal because all her family was there, and there was big, you know, like blown up pictures of her, and, and she wasn't there. I think it was the first time it actually like really sank in that she she's not here with us anymore. That she was gone. So, yeah. Yeah. I know. With all it this, was, it was all. You know, every thank God there were other people there because I think if, if it was just us, the mob wives, it probably been like too much a crying session. Yeah, <laughs> we needed other people to be able to you know talk. Across America, BP supports more than two hundred and seventy-five thousand jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio, and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. Ladies, your workouts are about to get an upgrade. The new Inspire leggings by Kalia are exactly what you want when it comes to activewear. It's their most versatile collection yet. They look good, feel good, and stay put. Using Lycra Adaptive Fiber, it compresses and molds to the body like a second skin. And it's unbelievably stretchy, so you can move however you want. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. There's a couple of other questions that they asked me, and I just, like, there was one point where I became choked up. Like, I don't even think I answered the question right. It was like, it just all was, like, hitting me at once. Must have been hard. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, and, I, and I can completely right. agree with what you said initially, just Ange touching everyone. I mean, we never even met her on this panel here, but we just love her so much and feel almost connected to to her and, and really all you guys on Mob Wives. So um, that's, Aww. yeah, it, absolutely. It's it's true. And so it's, it's definitely emotional for us to take all of this in. Not only are we dealing with the end of a series and an end of an era here. Too much to deal with. Like, too much. Like, it's Very. ridiculous, yeah. Karen. And for your fans... Do you almost feel bad for us? Like, how do you feel? <laughs> no, I'm serious though. Like, how do you feel about you know, I your, think, your fans? I think it's nice watching the episode as we were live tweeting, well, as, as I was live tweeting, it was like, oh, I, you know, I just we're so blessed to have such like a loyal fan base and people that like every you know night that we're on, they'll sit down, they'll tweet with us, and you know, it's just it's like I'm gonna miss you guys. It's it's weird. It's like. It's, it's an ending for us. Like, Renee and I were in the house the other day, and we're yeah. both, like, laying in bed, and we're like, you know, we're so blessed, and, and I guess everything has to come to an end. You know, we never thought that we'd make it six seasons, and here we are. Mm-hmm. So, but on the flip side, it's like, it's, it's not even the show, you know, it's just, like, the connection with the... I don't even want to call you guys fans, because it's like, we're all kind of, like, in this together. I don't know. It's just... It's, right. It's very, like, like a big it's, family. It's right, Karen? Yeah, like a big family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so is that how you Production. felt... About everybody at uh, the tribute to Big Ange. I mean, it was like VH1 reunion. So for us as viewers to watch it, we're like, okay, well, they just picked everyone from VH1 to comment on Ange. Now, you being so close and, you know, with production and all, you've been on the show since day one, do you feel like this was appropriate? Would you have changed it up a little bit? How did you... Just how did you feel overall? Do you think Big Ange would be nodding your head like this was the most badass tribute yet? Yeah, no, she's up there. You know, she was dancing. I know, and she was definitely doing chocolate martinis. Yeah, that was her drink. I think that. Yeah, and Patron. (laughs) I think that she was just. You know, she'd feel so honored to have that. I wish that on. I mean, at the tribute, there was a lot more that was filmed, and obviously, they probably couldn't. Put it all into like one hour, yeah. but um, Angie's best friend that she's been friends with over forty years. That was such, a, like, like her sisters. You know, they're a part of her life. Which actually was Renee and um, Jen's aunt Celia, and and there's a couple other girls, little Jen and Linda, and like they talked. And I just wish that they would have got some airtime because. You know, they they were the people that. Spend That's the most what we time said. Mm-hmm. That's what we said. We right. We were like, <laughs> yeah. can we can we highlight the family? Can we we did hear say from that. the family? And when we heard from them, it was amazing. Like it was silence. Yeah. Like we were all quiet because, it, and it was like three minutes, but it was three powerful minutes, and I wanted more from that. Like cool to have like some point of views from like New Jersey housewife Teresa or Snooki or. This and that. It was cool to hear, you know, especially seeing some flashbacks and how she touched their lives. But I feel the most important thing for the audience is to see her family and just, like, hear from them. I think that's the the biggest, like, hit to home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I think also in, in production's defense, I'm usually never defending production. <laughs> I think we were kind of all just a little bit overwhelmed. But I do remember them filming, um, you know, all of her friends. And she had this amazing group of friends. And they were always together. And I think that... You know, they kind of said some funny things, and I wish that they would have got some airtime. Definitely. You gave them some airtime, but, you know, I I don't, I I just think that overall being there and everyone coming together was amazing, and I know that she was looking down just happy. 
She's saying, there you are, my babies. Oh, my babies. Oh, and It just, <laughs> it's. I hope the VH1 releases maybe some more footage, maybe online cool. or, so, mm-hmm. you know, so a, a different way. Maybe if it's not part of this special, if it's something different that fans can go check out some more footage of that tribute, that would be amazing. Right. Yeah, no, it was a really, it was an amazing yeah. And then she's in Times Square. They had like a, she's on a, bil- a big. Um, I said I felt know, like I was on a blast yeah. from the past uh, TRL. You know, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. When did if, you guys can... shoot that? If you don't mind us asking. Um, couple weeks ago, Monday. Jeez. It was Monday. Can you believe that? Oh, wow. Can you believe that? Yeah. How does that make you feel? Like knowing that this is all so relevant. <laughs> you, you know, it's just. It's amazing. It feels good to know that, like, Anne just touched so many people, you know, and that she's honored and loved by so many. And, and, you know, I think that everybody worked really hard. And that's one thing I do want to say is, like, our production became, like, family to us, too. And, like, everyone was hit hard with Anne's, you know, passing. Like, yeah. the, the night that she had passed, we went up to the hospital. And, I mean, our, our production had come in. Everybody was just kind of sitting there and we were all just, like, reminiscing and, you know, it had to be really hard for them as well, too, to go back and watch the footage because they, after she had passed, they were still cutting a couple of episodes. And, you know, our, um, like our showrunner, Adam, I was yeah. just like, how, and he was so close to Anne. You know, he's done the Miami Monkey with her and everything. And I actually had to go into the office and I went back there and he was like, you want to see some footage of Anne? Like, it, it, just, it was just hard for all of us. So the fact that everyone just came together to like really just give her a good tribute and, you know, let her how? know or let... The fans know how important she was to all of us. And, like, we are just one big family. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh Definitely. And and one thing I'd like to mention, too, is that Anne has been memorialized in great ways. I mean, you just mentioned that they had her picture up in Times Square, which was amazing. And then they had that beautiful mo- uh, mural in done Santa. for her. Oh, yeah, yeah, at the Country Mouse. <laughs> have you have you seen it? Have you been to it? Have you have you experienced uh, the whole? I I actually haven't been down there yet. The day it was unveiled, I actually had to go visit my father. Mm-hmm. Um, How's he? So he's doing well. He's doing really well. I'm just waiting for him to come home. So I was actually out of town on a prison visit, but yes. I'm going to definitely go by there. My daughter went by there because we kind of did the whole St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Dude, we've been stalking your daughter, P.S. Karen, what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do when she turns 18? Holy smoke show. Oh, she is know. beautiful. It's, it's so crazy because she's like, She's so mature, and she's just she's just like a really cool person, you know. Like yeah. we'll hang out and talk, and then sometimes I have to remember like I'm mommy and have to put her in check. <laughs> yeah. She's she's Be like my, my friend. She's she's just an amazing soul. Like, I know. I'm blessed to have her. She's beautiful. I like what you mentioned in the episode where you said that sometimes she thinks of you as like her homegirl, but you're like, no, yeah. I'm your mother. I'm not your no. homegirl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we deal with that all the time. <laughs> how, did, how did everything go with your, uh, since we're on the subject, how did everything go with your father's artwork? Did he sell some since the exhibit? Because I wish I had the funds to buy something His from that. His work is I hang that. I would hang that amazing. and be like, yo, this yeah. is Sammy the Bull's artwork in my <laughs> apartment right now. I mean, that's amazing. So did it succeed as well as yeah. you hoped it would be? We sold some of the artwork. And um, I'm working with, like, an art curator that has, you know, she's bringing me out to a couple of different shows. So, um, and we're also trying to work with an organization. Like, to me, um, it's more than just artwork. Like, I have a vision, and my vision, like, eventually I want to work with a website that, you know, create a website that can actually reach out to different kind of, um, you know, I want to really shed light on, like, 
children and like art and importance of staying in school and focusing on something instead of like, you know, getting into crime. Right. Crime doesn't yeah. pay. So, you know, Perfect. that's really where I'm trying to like connect it all into it. What a great and way. And hopefully when he comes home, he can definitely help me do that. When, yeah. when is he uh, expected to be home? Um, we have another year. It's not far. Year. Are you guys so. going to? Are you guys gonna plan a, like a this whole big party? You know, when he gets home, a cookout, a barbecue, everything. <laughs> Italian. You know, I, I, I honestly, I mean, I'm just so grateful that he is coming home, and it's soon. I guess it's kind of like that's going to be mind blowing for you. Yeah, mind blowing. It's been almost. It's been since 2000 that he's gone. Wow, wow, you know, wow. and I think the whole millennium. Think, like, right? Imagine. Yeah, it's insane. It's crazy. I can't wait for him to come home, but we have to just kind of get him reacclimated back into society, which is going to be interesting. He's so Absolutely. like, uh, he'll tell me like the other day. He goes, "Well, why don't you just tweet him?" I'm like, "What do you mean tweet him?" Because I I tried to like he he knows like some of these things because you know people in there talk about it, and he's like, "Well, isn't that sending someone a message?" I'm like, "No, it's an email." <laughs> Let's talk about Twitter. Yeah, he's got to get his lingo straight now. Yeah, it's gonna be a shock yeah. for him. Karen, we have to ask you about that this. You can like FaceTime, right? Really? Oh, it's wow. crazy. Skype. I'm still in shock about it. My mom's still on Skype. She doesn't get FaceTime. She's not there yet. It's tricky. It's a whole new world yeah, out there. Man. You'll show yeah. him the ropes. Okay, can we talk about something real quick, Karen? And we've got to bring it up. We've got to bring okay. up your thing with Trump. So, uh, and you know what's so funny? My cousin informed me about this. Like, I didn't even take the liberty to research this myself, but let's ask you about it. You pretty much put out a political statement to Trump talking about your... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Dad. Oh my God! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what okay. do you have to say about so, it? Yes. This morning I get a phone call and my friends like, "You just want to start with everyone, right? Now you want to start with Trump." I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Now you gotta get into the. Now you gotta get into Karen. Now you're in the pre- presidential debate. <laughs> God I dang! I said that I was voting for Trump. I didn't say that. Please don't. Um, you know, it's. No, I didn't say that. I, you know, I honestly don't know who I'm voting for. Okay. When I was asked the question, when the you know reporter was interviewing us, they said, "What do you feel about you know Trump's mob ties and all this other right. stuff?" And um, he pulls out an article. I don't even remember. Someone was writing an article, and they're making accusations about him having mob ties and all this other stuff. And I said, "Well, if that's the case, then maybe he can give his old friend Sammy a pardon." It was like a joke. <laughs> a joke, right? It. Right. But then he quoted. <laughs> Then he quoted, he said, in your father's book, so I kind of feel like he set me up, obviously. (laughs) Then he said, in your father's book, you know, he said, you know, that he, Trump couldn't build the building in New York if your father and them weren't involved. And I said, I guess what was meant by that is in that era, the mob had a chokehold on the construction industry. Right. So whether you knew it or you didn't know it, I'm sure one way or another you were involved with the mob. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'll stand by you with that because it's like you weren't, completely crossing a line with that statement you were just being honest yeah. about right. the past so like, I'm just saying and I said I mean it's not like I don't think you know it's not like Trump was a made man and he had 
you could, you know, organize crime things. But one way or another, I'm sure that he had some sort of involvement with organized crime, whether he knew it or not. That's How just, do you, you know, feel about him denying it, though? How do you feel about him denying that he has no even acknowledgement of Sammy the Bull? It's bullshit. No comment. I'm yeah. I'll answer it for you. It's bullshit. I mean, it's funny. If I take this any further, Hillary should put me on the payroll. Yeah. yeah. We, and we, we don't really get too political here at AfterBuzz TV. We yeah. don't. We don't want to. I mean, at least I don't. I don't think you guys are not into it. You know what? It, it started off as an innocent. I mean, he said it to me. He was like, how do you feel about, you know, Trump's mob ties and da-da-da. And all right. this, it was like it was kind of like a joke. Well, if that's the case, then he should give his old friend Sammy a pardon. Well, you know, whether they know each other or not, I'm not going to comment on that. And then he asked me, you know, about construction, and I said exactly what I said. Whether he knew it or not, I'm sure one way or another he was involved in some business that had to do with organized crime because they con- they basically controlled the whole construction industry in New York at yeah. that time. Literally at the bottom of this picture, and I hate to read it out loud to you, but it says Trump, who has long faced allegations of connections to mob bosses running the construction racket in the city, denied knowing you. So that's it's got to be a kind of a slap well, in the face, no? Well, I think I mean, come on, I'm not insulting the guy's running for president. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's I a mean, joke. Yeah, I can't believe he's winning all these primaries <laughs> and whatever they are. I'm just so annoyed. That's a, right? that's a separate issue. It's totally separate. We're focusing <laughs> yeah. on the season finale of yes. Mob Wives tonight. Let's yes. dive into the episode while we have you on the line, Karen. We'll hold you up for five more minutes. Okay, this episode was literally revolved around you. Something crazy. I, mm-hmm. I and just, go ahead, Howard. I just have to ask, Karen, what was going through your mind when you were sitting there at that table? Like, as soon as you came in, Drita was already throwing you shade. So crazy. You dude. sat down. You know what? I honestly... Okay, so first and foremost, she obviously knew security was going to be there and yeah. she's mm-hmm. screaming, she's going to kill me and, you know, making her whole green screen gangster <laughs> theatrics and all that. So um, we were we were outside and, um, you know, I, I could hear her yelling or whatever. She's telling them that she's not doing this, she's not filming, blah, 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 oh, like wow. the whole Oh, so night. she was already yelling really before wanna, you got there. She didn't really want to hear what I had to say. She wasn't going to sit at the table with me. It was exactly what she was saying. She does the same thing at the reunion. This is what she does to deflect the truth and act crazy and not even let the conversation happen. So as I was walking in and I just seen Drita and her mini-me, Brittany, sitting there at the table, <laughs> I felt like I was walking into a, a bad skit of a comedy, like, gangster movie. They were both, like, <laughs> sitting there with their hands folded. I'm like, this is... And me, if you watch, if you look at mine and Marissa's faces, we're both laughing. <laughs> It's like, what's up, Brad? What's up? And I knew what she was doing, you know? So I just sat at the table, and I'm like, enough with the theatrics. Which they kind of, like, they didn't edit it, but they kind of, like, cut out a little bit of the front because mm-hmm. we were both just staring at each other, I guess it was slow. And then all of a sudden, it's like, she just starts. She, of course, as we're here, because she calls the sit-down to talk about her so-called accusations of me telling Marissa something, she's not even speaking. Brittany, her mini-me, is, is chiming in, and that's obviously why she wanted Brittany there. And me and, I'm just looking at them like, this girl's a clown. She does anything for theatrics on TV. And then she wants to turn around and say, Karen, get the security out of here. When, first of all, we were at such a big table 
And the security was so close to us, there was no way her and I could even get near each other. Mm. And I, I, you know, listen, at the end of the day, I have short arms. I'm not going to be able to jump over the table and get her. <laughs> That's why she tried to flip the table, but it was like 700 pounds, by the way. Mm. It wasn't like the table that I flipped when me and Natalie had the altercation. <laughs> <laughs> she was like I, a feather. It just flew right over. Why? Okay. Like, I was so confused by this part because, and I, and I was asking them, I'm like, guys, I don't get this. It jumped from like, the episode to you guys all sitting down and then like all hell broke loose it was like and i literally have here in my notes why is drita so mad and then it's your name karen calls her disloyal karen says lee would be in jail if she was a rat karen says lee cheats like karen says no matter what she'll be there for renee and carla but she can't predict the future and wants it to be simple we were kind of going back and forth with the the issue between the fact that Brittany was with you when you were kind of laying it all out and saying everything about Drita and Lee and everything. I think this right. was a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Then she went back to Drita and said all that to Drita, mm-hmm. just firing Drita. P.S. On an obvious side note, keep that in mind while you're telling her. But when she was sitting there <laughs> next to Drita, like Brittany, I was like, okay, now I get this. Now I completely get why they freaking hate her. Like she's just sitting there, like. Mm, mm, it's like new girl. No, you don't even yeah. know, girl. And and she completely <laughs> stirred everything up. She yeah. got the information from you. She went straight to Drita and told everything to Drita. So it was sort of like you know that that information coupled with the fact that you know Drita and Marissa had an issue with their with the with the guys and and saying that the guys were somehow getting right. involved, saying the ladies needed to calm down or whatever. Mm-hmm. So all of this information was it, like. It, let me tell you. Yes. I have to kind of explain this to because it's so confusing. It is so, it is so yeah. confusing. confusing. Yes. What happened was, I'm gonna, I'll just break it down to you. Break it down. Our Thank terminology you. of what went on. Marissa is a very pretty girl. Treat is intimidated by pretty girls the same way she's intimidated by Natalie and off camera, the things that she said and went back and forth between me and Natalie and said things to Natalie about me and me, you know, things about Natalie to me. She was intimidated by Marissa from the get go. They already had a situation prior to Mob Wives ever even filming or Marissa even being a thought. Marissa's boyfriend is Drita's best friend's brother. Drita grew up in their household. She didn't talk to them for 10 years because, you know, a situation where supposedly Drita banged her best friend's boyfriend and they didn't talk or whatever. That's an allegation. I don't know the truth. I wasn't there in in bed with her. I don't know exactly what happened, but supposedly that was the case. And um, there was the issue. So I guess when Marissa came on to the show, I guess she felt like, you know, being that Drita made up with the family or whatever, that they should have just been cool. But, you know, Drita used Brittany to kind of, like, attack Marissa. Like, she kind of amped that whole thing up. And when I first brought Brittany in, you know, and she actually, she would come from Pennsylvania and stay at my house, and we went out a couple of times. It wasn't just, like, for filming. Drita would be texting her while she's sitting on my couch, like, oh, my God, girl, my fans are going to love you. You're so beautiful. And I already seen it coming. Dang. Dang. <laughs> So she, wow. she got into her, in, in her mind, you know what I mean? And then I had a relationship. I have a relationship with Marissa's boyfriend's family for a very long time. You know, his cousin, who's very close with Marissa, I was in her wedding. I, so I'm around Marissa outside of the show. Wow, so I came interesting. In, I'm like, I have loyalty to both of you. I'm kind of in the middle. Like, I hang out with Marissa's boyfriend's cousin every day. I go over to the house, Marissa's there. And Brittany and, my, and Brittany's father and my father had history. That's the only thing I was trying to say, and I guess Brittany felt that I should have took her side or abused Marissa, and I wasn't doing that. And mm. I said it right from the get-go, like, I'm not getting in the middle. But Drita would, you know, do her Drita theatrics and 
Summarize. Oh, I would never disrespect you. I love Ozzy. He's like a brother to me. And then she's running back to, you know, to Britain and telling her to, you know, you got to do what you got to do, girl. So she played the middle. Um, I think um, from the whole start of it, I was just like, I'm not getting involved. I'm not getting involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which it seemed that way. I mean, it seemed like you were really trying to take a neutral stance. It seemed like you weren't trying to side with either one of them. And they were kind of like, pitting the situation against one another. I mean, I feel like definitely you kept a neutral No, I think, I think bringing thing. Karen into an excuse, like Karen was an excuse for Brittany. Yeah. You know, I think, and, and then that's what pissed me off as a viewer because you're watching and you're like, okay, well, Karen's the reason you're even in the mm-hmm. freaking crew. Right, right. So, right. like, and then you know, to have... Started, not to cut you off, but how the whole thing started was supposedly there's some sort of conversation between, you know... Judith's husband sends Norris's boyfriend a message like, let the girls play nice because we all have history. Like, they should play nice. Which wasn't a bad thing, but I never said it. Marissa was annoyed because I guess Drina was going around telling everyone but like, almost making it like it was a bad situation. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I don't even know what went on or what happened. Just thing I know I have the everyone telling me Judith blaming me for saying it and I never even said it. Marissa's the one that told me. Right. How did I know what Judith's boyfriend and her husband Judith's husband and Marissa's boyfriend are talking about. I feel like that was a kind of a theme. Have any kind of conversation with me, and you know, I don't really together. Oh, be like, hey, so you know, we just we just talking today. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was just it was just weird. Like, why would she even blame me? Right. But that's because she knows that she was going around telling everyone, and when Marissa confronted her, she didn't want to take responsibility, so she automatically tried to throw it on me. Mm. Okay, so uh, we have a lot of fans. Uh, typing in live from YouTube. So they do have some questions as they are listening to our interview with you. So they're kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> but they're good. They're good questions. And if you want to answer them, you answer them. If you don't, it's all cool. cool. Yeah, I love, I love crazy questions. Okay. So Kevin Ryan on YouTube says, can you ask Karen why she can adopt Big Angie's phrase of get over it, but when it comes to Natalie, but not to Drita? Because Natalie and I, when I walked in, Natalie looked at me and said, I'm sorry. I should have never attacked your father. And I had to sit back and realize if it was my father, I would have fought just for you. Right. And, you know, and listen, I said things about her. And we, we she, people, and the same thing with Carla. Like, nobody's saying we didn't say messed up things or, about each other. We, we take responsibility. You know what I mean? Even with Carla, I said horrible things to Carla when I was mad at her because she was sticking up for Drina. And I always said Carla drove me crazy because she was so loyal to Drina. But I respected her loyalty. But when we sat down, she was like, listen, I'm sorry for saying this. I'm sorry for this. I'm sorry, you know, for what I said. And we moved past it. Right. And I don't know if me and Natalie are going to go out. I mean, I haven't. There's no contact between us. We've seen each other that night. We walked away. And I think because, you know, a, a friend passed and we both just came to a place where, you know, we were sad. We were right. hurt. And it's just like, it's not that serious. And we heard it's about it. I mean, I mean, we got it from Jen mm-hmm. last week. Jen let us know mm-hmm. that you guys had a really nice time celebrating Big Ange, which we think is beautiful. Mm-hmm. But we want yeah, to know. Yeah, I think that bitch got me drunk. She gave me like seven <laughs> shots. I, I was hungover for two days after. Ange would have wanted it that me. way, though. Ange would have totally wanted it. I mean, not, not G is totally out of the picture right now, especially with the right. thing. We're concerned about Brittany. We're concerned about Marissa. We're concerned about you. Um, we kind of want to know, though, especially the fans on YouTube, about your daughter and Drita's daughter. Are they friends? 
they're, they go to the same school, and they're not friends. I mean, they, they, were, they knew each other prior to this, but Karina's older than Aaliyah. But, you know, I think, like, it was kind of like a situation where people are trying to amp them up, too. So it's like, That's for me as a how mother. Do you, how do you feel about, yeah, as a mother, how do you feel about that? It's like, that's my, it's, it's, that's just embarrassing. You know what I mean? But they're not, I do an article saying that, and I think they got it from like a sneak peek of Mobwise or something, but, um, you know, me and Rita, like I sent her a text message, listen, whatever between me and you, we can meet up and kick the shit out of each other for all I care. Let's keep it between us. Because when it comes to the kids, we're both going to look like two morons to even be at this situation. Like, right. I, I stop my stuff in the home. You, know, you guys... I never want Karina to walk out of the house and ever feel that she has to defend me yeah, with it. someone that I'm having a fight with. Uh-uh, right. uh-uh. And, you know, vice versa with Aaliyah. Like, they're, they don't, they're kids. They don't need to be involved in anything. Yeah, but they do go to the same school, and, you know, people are like, that's Karen's daughter, that's Shooter's daughter. Right. It must and be tough, like Karina, but... Karina's older. I'm like, just shrug that shit off and mm-hmm. keep it moving. Well, it's up to you guys definitely as their mothers to make sure that it doesn't like ex- overflow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Expart a night and a bomb go off in school, especially because they walk the same halls. But let's jump off the, the daughters for a second and get back to you guys. How about the VH1 uh, special that we just watched and you and uh, Drita being in the same room? How did that work out, uh, being in Times Square, attributing being big end in the same studio. I see her at the funeral. Hmm. I mean, listen, for me, the way I view it, I don't know how she feels about it. I mean, there was obviously no words that we didn't look at each other's direction. Um, My main focus is on Angela and respecting her and honoring her, her life. And, and, you know, basically, I know that she would never want any kind of confrontation there. So I'm not even looking in Julie's direction because... I'm I'm focused on do you know, Karen. Do you know my friend like, and her family? Do you know how it affected the fans mm-hmm. in this final scene, guys? Answer me if I'm wrong. But to see Karen, Renee, and Carla walk off without Drita, did it break your heart? Yes. Why? I mean, it started with the four of you guys. I was just so heartbroken because, you know, start with four, end with four. Like, it's just exactly. it's I, Dude, you I know? have a four tattoo behind my ear. My closest girls from Jersey, those are my four bitches. Like, we all have a four tattooed on our bodies for reasons. So it broke right. my heart. Well, listen, at the end of the day, we all came in this together and through people's greed or people's egos, or Drew does to say her greed and her egos and the way things, the whole backstabbing, it's like, it just there's no way we can walk off together, and I think the reunion people will see a lot of. Um, I'm really excited about the reunion because yeah. um, I'm it's not. Very I'm different. scared. I'm excited. Wait, Our, Karen. Sorry. Go um, to go back on the greed and the egos, we had Carla on, and she told us that Judah tried to do a behind the scenes deal. Was thirty, yes. Yeah, that that that's true. Air in the reunion because you kind of see Ooh. the behind the scenes. Listen, when when. when I, and I, I want to clarify something okay. because yes. a lot of people are saying Please you're blaming Drita yes. from cause when we left in season four. Drita had called me and she said, girl, we deserve more money. Let's put all our differences aside. Let's sit down. Let's talk. And I agreed. And I brought Ramona with me and she brought Carla. And we sat down at that table and we all agreed. And it wasn't necessarily so much money. There were certain things that we wanted and different things that I wanted, you know, that was talked about and discussed at that table. And we decided we were going to make a pact and we were going to stand together. When we started going back to our lawyers and pushing VH1, VH1 was pushing back. Like, absolutely no way, no way, no way. 
So Judah had called us and said, hey, listen, let's just not go to work. I was like, that's a good idea. We're not going to show up to work. So we all decided we weren't going to show up to work, which was the next day or whatever. Well, I mean, as you can see, I didn't show up to work. Carla didn't show up to work. And Ramona didn't show up to work. And there was, Judah at the time was negotiating a big Ann show. So she had direct contact with the executives at VH1. And um, she called me and she was like, listen, they want you to write a letter. And in the letter, she wanted us to say how, you know, we hated production and da 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 So I'm like, I'm smart enough to write my own letter. And I wasn't going to put all that because I really wasn't mad at production. I just said, listen, I want my lawyer to finish negotiating for what I want. And I'll come back to work. I'm not quitting. I don't want to get fired. It's just yeah. a negotiation. And I just want my lawyer to go back. Well, we all wrote letters except Rita. So mm. it's, and she showed up to work and she didn't write a letter. And then when all is said and done... You know, she's like, well, they wanted me back and they wanted to pay me more money and that, whatever. I had come back. I had seen an email from someone and, you know, that wasn't the case. Drita sold us out at the last minute and she went back to work. Okay. It wasn't her fault. She, you know, we, we didn't go back. Then VH1 asked me to come back. At the end of season, you know, in, in the middle of season, um, was it five? I was asked to come back. And, um, you know, complication with Alicia and all this other stuff. So I just decided I was going to wait. You know, we, we decided with production that I would either come back at the end of five or the beginning, or um, I'm sorry, the end of four or the beginning of five. And um, when I came back at five, um, I had walked in. And Drita, who claims that she was crying and wanted us all back to work, I had walked in. She walked off. She quit. She was crying. She called VH1. I'll just make, to make a long story short, and maybe this will play out on the reunion. She went straight to the VH1 executives and she couldn't work with me because she feared my father. He's Sammy the Bull. He's a killer. And how could they have someone like me on the show? Wow. Wow. <laughs> with that being said, I already know what's going on because I had to get called in a meeting. So the fans never see this. Right. So I had to get called into a meeting with VH1. This is a girl who called me in to negotiate with her. She sold this out at the last minute. And then when I came back to work, she's telling people that my father put a hit out on her and her husband. Not just any people executives and all this other stuff. Now, I take that as severe, like, to me, that's a very serious accusation. Yeah. Because my yeah. father was in the mob. And to put those lies out and create those lies about him who has nothing to do with mob lives is disgusting. So when I got called into that meeting, uh -huh. she, she backtracked, you know, she says, well, I got a prank call from someone from Arizona and I assumed it was you. At that point, everyone realized that she was bullshitting. So needless to say, I came back to work. That was never a threat. Nobody thought twice about it. And I came back. Carla comes back at the end of season five. When she walks in, she automatically leaves. She jets out the room. She missed us. She was crying. She wanted us all back. She has the same reaction that she did when I walked in to Carla, runs out of the room, unbeknownst to the fans, because we could hear it through the walls, but you guys can't because they're going to cut the audio. Drita's <laughs> screaming again. Why is she back? Um, I'm, I quit. You made this awkward. I'm not working with her. You guys are setting me up. Why would we be setting her up? Why was she so irritated with me and Carla coming back? Why? I can tell you why. Because she always feared that we were going to tell everyone, you sold us out. Mm -hmm. If she would have just apologized, if she would have acted different, that would have never happened. Then all of a sudden, now we come back on season six, Carla's part of the cast, and she's, they're fakes, they're phonies. How are they best friends again? Well, let's talk about it. You put us in a room, we sat down, we apologized for everything, we put everything behind us, we made a pact, and I have to honestly say, when we made that pact, I stood there, Ramona stood there, and Carla stood there. 
I respect Carla. She she's been there, so I have nothing but respect for her. So that I don't understand why Judy can't understand that. No, she fears the truth of being exposed. How and annoying! That's why? Go ahead, go ahead, hmm? go ahead, go ahead. Finish it. That's why. Why? No, and that's where you're seeing all the animosity. And now, oh, I, people who hated each other are now taking selfies together. What is it so hard for a person to comprehend that we apologize and move past it? Why can't you move past it? Because you fear you're going to be exposed. Do you feel like this is the way that this culture is? Forgiveness, forget, move on, move forward? Or do you feel like the way that maybe Drita has gone about it the entire season is the way that should be? Like, no forgiveness, move on, get over, like, like, leave, keep the people who you, like, don't trust aside and just move forward? I never trust her. That was my whole thing with coming back. Even in season one, it was never about you married my ex-boyfriend. Did you guys fake it until you make it all these six seasons? Because you guys left the fans thinking that you guys were cool for a second. Mm -hmm. So were you cool? Or was that for the cameras? So you guys were just cordial. You know what I mean? I've seen it for what you guys. I've seen it from season one. And there's a lot of what you guys don't see. And to be honest, at this point, when I came back, even even what I told her when we were in that meeting, well, if, girl, if you tried to um, get me fired, it didn't work. I'm here. I mean, I even if you see in the episode with Brittany, which, you know, when, when I got up off the table, because Brittany had known this. When, I, when she had come into my house, I never told her not to be friends with Judah. I told her to be careful. I told her exactly what Judah's going to do, and she's going to try to turn you against me because she's it's conquer and divide. You know what I mean? She can't have enough people, so she's going to try to brainwash you. Actually, it was Judah brainwashing her about me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so, my beginning you, there. She'll never admit it because she's brainwashed because she don't even understand. Judy's good at what she does. Yeah. And she's texting, oh, girls, my fans are going to love you. Judy got the, you know, I, she's got a cult following fan base. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> but, you know, more power to her. She's got a lot of fans. So I guess if you're coming on six seasons later and you're a fan of the show and then all of a sudden the person who has the most fans is telling you, let me take you under my wing, my fan base is going to love you. It's easy, you know. She slipped in two seconds. I know this. Go ahead. Go sorry, ahead, go ahead. this this last episode too. We saw some interesting scenes with Drita specifically interacting with production in a way that viewers have never seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a moment where she fired off at Marissa and then immediately threw to production and was like, "Set up a meeting with them tomorrow." Holy shit! Yeah. Yeah, and we all commented. We were like, "Oh wow, we've never seen the ladies interact with the production crew like mm-hmm. that, especially so, on the season." Exactly. So, so Karen, what was your, you know? your involvement and also kind of the other ladies were you guys you know kind of hands on and direct with the production in those moments like that or yeah. was that kind of a spontaneous oh yeah I think Drita? when you see me say film that motherfucker that's my first on the show yeah. <laughs> okay so I'm keeping it PG but when I was like film that motherfucker um, I was talking to production and I think re- the reunion you're going to see because they have a lot of behind the scenes footage things that we've never seen before mm-hmm. that you know that yeah. was a big part of what we're arguing about you know, the thing about our contracts, we can never talk about it. Mm-hmm. It's, okay, when it's season, last season when Carla came back and I said, let's talk about the elephant in the room, Judith screaming to production, we're going to talk about this? We're going to talk about We can't talk about this. This is about our contract. They're never yeah. going to show you that. Yeah. Maybe yeah. now they will. It's I don't so, know. It's, it's crazy. I hope that they clarify everything that's going on. You guys When you hear me say to Brittany, when I got up in the last fight and she was like, you went hard for her. And I was like, she fucked up my money. So she tried to, yeah. you know what I mean, for a year. Um, yeah, that's what made us like, I'm not speechless. just a psycho that goes nuts out of nowhere, but hopefully <laughs> they can explain why. Because there's a lot of things that 
I don't care if she says things about me that are petty. Like, to me, that's... But I do care. I, I can't get over the fact that she went to VH1 and she told them that she's scared of my father. Yeah. When, we, when, we, when we all came together, I was still Sam and the Bull's daughter when we shot the single reel, right? right? I was Sam and the Bull's daughter when we went on pitch meetings, right? When you were on a show called Mob Wives that your husband really isn't even involved in the mob. Yeah, isn't that, that the point of the show? Shows off of my name. Hmm? Isn't that the point of what? the show? <laughs> to, to have involvement with the mob somehow? That's why you're all mob exactly. wives? Exactly. <laughs> so then tell me why five seasons yeah. you're... you're you're telling production that you can't be on a show with me because my father's saying it's like, <laughs> that's my point yeah. if you're so fake that you want to keep me off the show that I, that I started with you and then you want to do it behind cameras but get on TV and act like you're so gangster that you're going to shut me down when I live a couple of blocks away from you you want to say that and if you watch even when she interacted with production she said you better tell your security right she, she obviously mm-hmm. knows security is going to be there because they were there from season one yeah, there's, then, a, there's a but, hashtag you, going around Sit down, Karen. <coughs> How do you feel about that? How about what? The hashtag sit down, Karen, from the preview. Oh, a, te- a tease for the for the yeah, next the episode. Tease, yeah, mm-hmm. there's a hashtag. <laughs> when Drita busted in and said, "Sit down, Karen. sit down, Karen." <laughs> so I mean, she said here's the up. thing, and you know it, Karen. You could totally admit it because you've been around for since the uh, day one. That Drita has her fan base for sure. Like she has her ride or die fans. I'm literally looking at a Mob Wives Twitter feed that votes you or her, Team Drita, Team Karen, and it's completely fifty fifty. It's completely fifty. So like, I think people are starting to really see the truth. Yeah. I mean, how many times do the girls think she's killing me? She's breaking bones. She's getting. I thought maybe she would have gave that storyline up. In like season three, so it's like old already. She's beating everybody. You know what? Every, what makes like, it hard for us I mean, too here at After Buzz TV? We've never. I'm sorry, Druda, but we've never interviewed her, and it sucks because we want to hear her. Mm-hmm. We want to hear her side of the story. Obviously, the fans do. It's hard to coincide with somebody and listen to their point of view when they're not willing to share it. And I feel like she's been kind of hidden from the limelight. Yeah. Uh, obviously not with uh, Mob Wives episodes, but just with press. So it's hard to... Yeah, it detracts to, from her credibility. It, yeah, it's hard mm-hmm. to be on her side in a sense, and not even on a side, just to even hear her out when there's nothing being said and, unless you watch the, sh- the shows. And that's tough with everything that's gone on. So that's why even watching her on the VH1 special tonight with Big Ange, she literally had like her one segment and she said her piece and she was kind of even quiet on that. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's weird. She's been so weird the last two seasons. Because she, she can't say... Yeah, she's because she's gonna be exposed. I don't know. <laughs> what about, what about the book, out. though? What about the book? When's the book? She's one of those people that she she's. I don't listen in season one, and and I remember Jennifer telling me like, you need to calm down. I I went psychotic in season one because yeah. I'm on a show called Mob Wives, and this girl who I know personally that I brought in, everyone's like, she is so tough. She's and she's like, I beat people up. Ambulances come and all this other stuff, and I, I don't. You know, listen, I always said the girl can fight. She definitely could throw a mean hook if she connects. She might knock someone out. That's, that's, there's no, like, that's just what happens in fights. Again. That can happen anyway. It seems like she um, can get an outsider, excuse me for interrupting you, on her side. Like, even, mm-hmm. and this is so, like, outsider watching in, but, like, even with her standing next to, like, Snooki tonight and, like, Snooki being all, like, 
Team Drita, you know, like just like just without even knowing the facts, I feel like it's easy for her to get a fan to be like well, on her side. Smokey, Smokey was mad at me because of a tweet that I told Smokey. Oh, no. really t- See, Smokey tweeted one time and um, she was like, Are all the girls picking on you, Drita, with a mad face? And I basically told Smokey, I understand why you would. Twitter's, Twitter is so celebrity-based. I can't keep up with you bitches. God damn it. We got we to gotta like narrow it down to like feed into my phone so I can get these Twitter updates. Because we, yes. as hosts and like we people that are reporting on you guys, we, I, it's hard. You guys, yes. like, you take yeah. to Twitter like a peanut butter and jelly on a sandwich. <laughs> I don't know how to compare it. It's just insane. It's insane. But go ahead. Sorry for interrupting you. Anyways, I... I he was mad at me for a tweet that I tweeted it. Or oh, whatever. It's all in the past. We were mad yeah, at I mean, yeah, she gets people. She's, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, she beats people up, I guess. There's some people find that interesting or something, or she claims <laughs> to beat people up. You, you know and what? then she's good at what she does. She's manipulating. Yeah. You know what, Karen? I just want to switch just uh, a little bit. I want to know about you and Storm because I'm I'm sorry. I'm just not a big fan of this relationship. So do the fans. I Howard. have to know, you know, <laughs> what's going on. Is it still back and forth? Is it completely done, Good which question. I'm hoping for, you know? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. You know, Storm, Storm is like, he so has my back when it comes to like my father, my situations. And he's a very like, he's controversial like me and him will go back and forth but he doesn't want to expose our relationship on tv a lot so it also comes across like he's, he's very it's hard for even me and him to be in the room and talk about our relationship okay like i don't want to talk about it i don't care so it's just like he has a very hard time expressing his emotions he's not a bad guy but we do have communication issues like you know there are certain things mm-hmm. that you know as a, as a woman that i want and he has to be a little bit more you know accommodating to my needs and <laughs> I am the type of person I always grew up in a house that like if you have a problem you talk about it he's yeah. the opposite if there's a problem like he don't want to talk about it and then the next day he'll wake up and act like nothing happened mm-hmm. and then I still have the same issue and then he's telling me I'm a nag over it like <laughs> you know what I mean so it's, mm-hmm. it's hard <laughs> and then TV comes into play you know exposing yeah. our relationship yeah. on the show has taken a toll okay yeah that, okay I, that I, explains I, it more can okay. can I be honest about yes. our panel like you guys have totally been completely outspoken about how you guys don't approve of Storm, but I secretly love them because I'm a dysfunctional bitch from the East Coast, so I think it makes sense. No, but I like you guys. Like, I get them because she's you, Karen, or so, as if you're not listening as I talk, but, like, she's so hard-ass, and he is, too, mm-hmm. that they're, like, they, they balance. They, yeah, I think they balance. I've never. Like, I know, and you Howard know, totally you know, hates so, on so it. I like your relationship. So mad at me, so because just, Howard just last... has your well-being in mind, Karen. <laughs> he's do. just trying to look I'm out for you. I'm trying to look out for you. You deserve. <laughs> I mean, he's I, he's actually calling me right now. I should click him in and be like, "Hey, babe, we're on the air." What's up, Storm? I'm saying, I'm just trying to look out for you, Karen. I mean, you brought it this season with your dresses. You were looking literally oh, so fantastic. Good. It was like every scene you had, the dress yeah, just fit you. You've been looking great. Great. Yeah. Great. You know, yeah. I don't know if someone styles you or anything, but you definitely know how to dress for your sick yes. body. Which, by the way, ignore the tabloids. Fuck them because we at After Buzz here. Oops, I cursed. Um, <laughs> listen, I, I'm, I'm very confident as being a woman. Like, I definitely struggle with my weight. I've always gone up and down. 
But listen, I'm 43 years old. Call me fat. Call me whatever. I was, I was flying my heydays. I'm, I'm confident in who I am <laughs> no. now. But yeah, they always people, and and I'm not ashamed of it. You know what I mean? I have, I, I have a thyroid condition. I just struggle with my weight, and I think I have to be a lot more focused. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's being on TV, and I mean, like the, the stress of work and going back and forth. It's like I'm not that into it. And then you know, other times I am working out, and I have to really get into the. People look at me and be like, oh, my God, I can't believe you look so much bigger on TV. And I don't know what it is, too. It's about me. Me and Renee just had this conversation. She, she just texted me earlier and goes, me and you are on a diet. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's, listen, I'm, I have the same struggles as everyday women do. I struggle with my weight. And I do have to become more disciplined. It's something that, you know, I, Storm will always even be like, you're too focused on the, on the show and the drama. And I'm one of those people, like, when I when I am consumed by stuff like that, then it's like I'm not really taking care of Honestly, myself. Honestly, I think yeah. I think I'm not you're eating right, I'm not disciplined. I feel like her weight is like the last yeah. thing on people's minds. To be honest, Karen, you, you look great. great. I think it's totally thank la- you. Like all of you guys do, everyone. Like yeah. even Renee dancing, we're mm-hmm. obsessed with this like new thing that she's doing. I mean, yes. all of you guys are great. I think that's like neither here or there. Yeah, I think we're more mm-hmm. far more concerned with your activities Absolutely. than what you're even looking like. But everyone's looking fabulous, so it's great. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. Before we let you go, I think we should touch on Marissa because we have been. Okay. Um, so there's a fan on YouTube who says, Marissa stayed quiet on the phone in this scene in this episode, and the only thing she really said was like, Oh, you seem kind of pissed, Rita, right? <laughs> and they put that in the promo for the commercial and everything. But um, so Ada on YouTube wants to know: Is it true that Marissa stayed quiet on the phone when talking to Drita, but it was edited after to make her look tough? Which I could believe that. No, no. Listen, Marissa is very. We call her Prissy Marissa, but then she's not so Prissy anymore. I think Carla I love said her. she goes from like zero to a hundred. Mm-hmm. That girl is not scared. And one thing I will say, she stayed consistent the whole time. Like yeah. she's, She was a good you know, casting <laughs> in a sense to... She wasn't like a Nat G or, or a Britney, which I hate to admit. And she's probably to kill me if we interview her again. Mm-hmm. But Britney is a flip-flop. I'm going to I'm gonna say that here. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, yeah. She is. But with Marissa, it was cool to see her just be her. You know, like not be scared of whatever any of you OGs like had to say, I feel like she, Listen, exactly, no. and like you she, said, she held her I don't, I don't know. Like as far as sometimes when, when we talk on the phones, a lot of times, like we'll do, we'll have a conversation and then we'll hold the phone up. Like when we're done, just so they can get some wise of like, if let's say I turn my head when I say something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, she's definitely not scared of Zina at all. Um, I don't, and I, trust me, she no. said what she said. And she's very calm. Like, she always says that she confronted Drita at the bar, you know what I mean, about what yeah. she said. And this is how this whole situation started because she heard that Drita was making remarks and she confronted her about it. Mm-hmm. She did. She definitely did. That's true. Mm-hmm. No, like Listen, Marissa is just, you know, some people don't like her because they're like, oh, she's too stuck up or she's pretty or she did. she's very confident. She's a very pretty girl. She's confident and she's one way. Like, it's like, you know, a lot of people, it's almost like Ramona too. Like, Ramona's one way. And a lot of people didn't know how to take her. Like, they'll think she's stuck up or whatever. It's either you like her or you love her. But one thing I'll have to say about them is they're not... Like, Marissa will back up what she says. And that's what I respect about her. Will we see Ramona at the reunion at all? Are you guys still in touch? I know she was your, you know, your play cousin. That'd be crazy. 
and stuff? Will they do like a surprise? You know, what's going on with that, you and Ramona? You know, um, I wish they would have. Yeah. But I think that they there was so much, and they had to condense everything into one hour. Mm. Um, they really wanted to keep it and bring it back. So, like, uh, we talk about so much on the reunion. Like, we talk about how the show started from pitch meeting. This reunion no host. is it's, going it's, to be insane. It's really interesting. Like, mm. I we I've heard things from even when we were at Andrew's tribute. It was you know that was a VH1 event and they were like oh my god wait until you guys see the reunion it's like the best reunion is you know they were really um adam and who's our showrunner and his production team like have really i mean even watching the last episode i really like how they brought back the big big bang i mean i had chills throughout my body when mm-hmm. they were filming it and you kind of like look into Andrew's house like it was just very sad but yeah. it, it just kind of brought the whole show together as well i think they did an amazing job Yes. Oh, man. With all that information, I really can't wait for the reunions yes. now. This reunion is going to be epic, number one. Number I'm two, we did talk to Jen, right, uh, mm-hmm. last week. So are you going to be involved with any of these, like, spinoffs or scripted series that we've heard about or have your own spinoff? Can you give us anything? Um. I am actually working with a couple of people. My father's coming home, and you know, people have been asking if maybe I'd want to work with on um, doing something about him. Um, Jen and I are talking, so cool. you know, about a couple of things, and um, I know that like even though it's the last fan of Mob Lives, people are still interested in us. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they'll recreate it as something different, and and it could be the Mob Lives, but I feel like you know, there's so much arguing and fighting, but there's so much more to us, you know, maybe. They'll have That's a different totally spin true. on it. I don't know. There's still everything's still so up in the air, and this, you know, this, the the ratings for this season is, have been great, and it's just like you know, I think <laughs> we're going out on such a high note with so much interest into the show that people are definitely still interested. So we'll see. There's a, a bunch of things on the table. That's exciting. I know. Like I said before, it's really hard for us that this is all coming to an end. Mm-hmm. So we all really hope that. Something else comes through. <laughs> Something else materializes. Yes, I hope so. I, I think that it won't be the end of some of us. Great. Great, great, great. great. Do you guys have any other questions for mm. Karen before we let her go? Well, we could talk to her all night long. I'm sure. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm actually in the midst of packing. Like I'm going to Florida with Carla and Jen. Mind you, I didn't even pack anything. Carla will be at my house at 4.30. She's already sending me texts. Oh, my God. You're not even going to sleep tonight. Miami. Mm -hmm. Nice. Miami, Miami. Good. When are you coming to L.A.? I know. I'll actually be in L.A. in a couple weeks. You need to come hang out with us. Too bad. I think everything will be, like, done by the time you come. That's okay. We'll make time for you, Karen. (laughs) When's the reunion? I believe it's next week. Oh, perfect. Well, you won't be here next week, right? Meh. No. <laughs> okay. Everybody's asking me to look at Natalie uh, G's Twitter. Why? Why? I hope she's not bashing me. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Yeah, Evan gave you, it. You know, this isn't. This you don't is play with that Twitter, Karen. I've been looking at your your feed. You'd be clapping back. <laughs> what about Nat D? Where's she? Like, where's she, Nat D? I missed her. I loved her. Uh, happy what birthday! Sorry, we weren't invited. We Let's see, we're investigating right now. No, why, Nicole? Are you coming up with anything here? Why do they want me to? Let's see. We've this. got our feed up here. Not oh, G. tweets and replies. That's what you should look at if you have to know anything, right? All right, let's figure this out real quick. Um, 
anyone think Jade is a is the poor man's version of that Jade? <laughs> uh, someone said, "Is it just me, or does anyone else think that Marissa is the poor man's version of Nat G?" And ninety-two people liked it. It's <laughs> a oh. lot of people. It's a lot. Oh jeez, big ends oh, everything. Drita is the realist, and the season trash is Nat G. Uh, I don't know why anyone wanted me to look at Nat G. Yeah, I don't know. I don't seem, know. Seems Bye, Nat G. I've been I've been over Nat G since <laughs> the. <laughs> The first episode of this season. This sucks that we have to say bye to you and we have to say bye to Mob Wives. Mm-hmm. Karen, we appreciate your time so much. Thank you for spending Thank some you. time with us yes. tonight. Thank you. All Absolutely. this information was you know. the best. If there's one thing that you had to say uh, to wrap up being involved with Mob Wives, Big mm-hmm. Ange, and just, you know, you have to kind of put yourself out in the press. So what would your, you know, final statement be to After Buzz and just overall about your last season? You know, I just all the way around feel blessed. This has been an amazing experience. I'm grateful for everyone that has made this show happen from Jen to production to all the fans. I mean, you have to say that if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here for six seasons. Absolutely. And, you know, although all the bickering and stuff, is, is so relevant on our show. All of us, you know, and I, and I guess I can speak for all of us, have other lives outside, which is family. And, you know, we're all strong-minded women, and we're just, you know, we're just, I'm blessed that everyone has really gave us this much attention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they think we're crazy. <laughs> you are crazy, but it's fine. But because, we love you for it. Love uh, it. There are crazier <laughs> yeah. things going on in the world, and we yeah. appreciate Everything that you put out there on VH1 for us. I mean, I even my mom like lives in the Bronx, and I talked to her about the show, and she's like, "This is just too much, like too much to be out there." And I'm trying to tell my mom, like, "Ma, like you grew up in these times." My mom's grand or my mom's father is a garbage man. Wink, wink, Karen. You know the deal. So for and she's from the Bronx. So just, I mean, I know, like, I get it. So it's it's. I think it's hard for my mom to understand and I'm only talking about my mother because she's 61 years old and like she's so old school that for this to be so publicized it's like she's so hush hush about it so you know she's like a old school girl living in this like modern world to see it and I appreciate it though you know because there's so many reality shows out there that they're not very real it's not very real to me do we, do we, right. Yeah. So yeah, it's nice for viewers who actually give a crap to watch <laughs> Mob Wives on any of these housewife shows. Like, it really narrows down to the real deal people. And I feel that's the Mob Wives. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. We appreciate you. Thank you so yes. much for Thank you, uh, taking the time to talk to us. We will be recapping the uh, reunion episodes. We know that Big Ange is a part of it, so we're so excited, thrilled, honored yes. to be able to cover it as well. I mean, we've been here since five, so we hope you understand. <laughs> here at AfterBuzz, we yeah. love Bob Wives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And Thank you. Thank you so much for just you know sharing your whole story. Absolutely. On Thank TV you. like that. All right. Karen, we're going to let okay. you go, and then we're going to talk in Miami. for a couple of minutes. Yeah. Have fun in Miami, girl. Thank you. Be safe. I'll see you guys later. Use some Bye. sunblock. Bye. 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 <laughs> All right. So I'm not sure how much time we got left here at After Buzz TV. But guys, I mean, this episode yeah, let's made me want to drown too. myself, though. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm... How did you guys feel? I was flustered beyond belief. Like, I was so... 
not happy with the way it ended. And I feel like fans, as I've read from here, like mm-hmm. are okay with it, but I'm not. So how do you guys feel yeah, about it? With the episode or the tribute? The, the episode, episode, right? The episode mm-hmm. ended. Yeah, because I feel like we we probably had in mind that things were going to sort of be tied up or, or come together and somehow. And it wasn't. Like, the ladies left just as crazy as they came into mm-hmm. the season, you know, right. the, the series, really. Um, yeah, so I feel like that, I could definitely understand throwing people off, you know, kind of just being so crazy. We wanted things to be tied up in the end. Yeah. What did you guys feel like? Definitely. I felt the same way that we should have had, you know, something, something things laid to rest or seeing maybe even Marissa and Brittany have a better communication type of thing instead of that table brawl but I don't know I was kind of left on the edge but it was still enough for me I I live for that fight so Mm -hmm. I got my whole life (laughs) I was more upset that there was no conversation had at that table Mm. I mean I think that's what we are waiting for that's what we want as a viewer but it was nice to see the preview for it where Drita just goes after her and I'm excited to see that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's I mean that's probably what's that's the cliffhanger right there. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I know my boys loves but, to do that too. I yeah. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, absolutely. I'm just annoyed that everybody gets so hot headed that nothing ever gets resolved and nothing ever gets said. Like, nothing was said. Yeah. Do we think that at the reunion for the final (coughs) episode This reunion is going to be epic. (laughs) It will be epic. But do we think anything's going to get solved? Do we think maybe at that point they'll tie some things up? Yes. The reason I say yes Uh is because... Ange was sick during the reunion uh, taping, as Jen told us, uh, the producer of Mob Wives last week. And so imagine this. Imagine your girl, right? Because she's everybody's girl. She's our girl. We haven't even freaking met her. That's right. Imagine your girl, like, having to leave mid through your reunion taping of the last uh, season of your freaking show that's been on for years, right? Mm-hmm. And she has to leave because of cancer-related issues. Yeah. You're not going to resolve your shit. You better resolve something. I know. Because yeah. that, like, and I don't know if the producers of the reunion are going to allow the audience to understand that Ange couldn't be there for the second half because she's sick. Right. You know, to use that as a way for us to understand why she's not there. But I would hope that we get something from the wives. Some kind of like shh. Yes. Get it together. Like, your your girl just left because she's fucking going through chemo. Like, something for humanity and, like, all of us to just understand that this is bullshit. Like, you don't have to be going back and forth. And that's why I'm so sad by the ending of this epic series to leave with three girls walking this way and one just shaking her head the other way. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, no, I completely agree with you about the reunion, too. I feel like there's no other way. Like, everybody has to be affected by Ange, and I feel like her... Um, situation is really going to put kind of a, a cover on on the whole scenario. Like, reunions in the past have been crazy and fighting and everything, but this one really has to bring something different, I feel like. I mean, we all as viewers are seeing a completely different scenario. The women are going through a completely different situation with Ange and everything. Um, it's got to bring a little something different, you know? Yeah, I mean, I hope it does bring something different, but we know these ladies. These ladies love to yell. They, they love do. to scream. And we love, they love it. To get, we love it. We do. So I don't know if there's going to be too too much of a difference in there. I think yeah. probably for a good, maybe two minutes, they might say, okay, let's hash something out. And then next thing you know, no, you this, you that. You know, it, it's going to be a lot of yelling. I, it doesn't please me as a viewer to see them, especially 
because of everything to just if, if it was like a whole different scenario mm-hmm. yes walk off be mad punch each other like whatever but like <laughs> yeah. it doesn't it does it's it doesn't fit for this ending this ending needs to end in a way for even just women to understand that we can come to cahoots right <laughs> <laughs> like come to we some can sort overcome. we can't well like yeah. we can still hate each other but at the end of the day your girl your girl just passed like it's so heavy yeah. mm-hmm. this is some heavy shit and to not end it in a way for people to look at this show as a show that introduce them to a life that they'll never know yeah. but then to also like respect these women because it's hard to when you mm-hmm. see them fighting and like cursing each other and calling each other the worst names in the book mm-hmm. but can't can't we end it in a way that we can we can give them some kind of credibility yeah. as women. Yeah. Well, it's interesting too because we started this whole entire series without Ange, and now season six <coughs> is like everything is ending with a whole <coughs> Ange feeling. I mean, we're, we're all devastated at what has happened. Mm-hmm. We're devastated at you know the loss of her and just the fact that she wasn't even an original member, but now she's just sort of influenced yeah. everybody's feeling yeah. about the whole, she the whole is series. The you know, lives. completely. Right. I mean, it's it'll be one for the books, definitely. I think yeah. it's going to be one of the best reunions out of the whole six, you know, years, all these seasons. Yeah. This is going to be the best one. We saw it with the cliffhanger. Like, Drita already says, Karen, get up. That's how you know this is about to be Get up, Karen. <laughs> it's about to God, be I, I wish Drita did press so bad. I, I wish we could have talked to Drita. We haven't talked to Drita in so long mm-hmm. here at After Buzz TV. Drita was the selling point of Mob Wives. At yeah. a point, you know? At a point. Yeah. She was the Things main. have changed. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how much things have changed. I know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. after talking to Karen tonight, how do you guys feel uh, about the ladies and their uh, companionship? Like, are you on a certain side, or do you just feel like this is the way that it needs to be for them? Mm-hmm. I, I don't really... To be honest, I don't really care if they all get along at the end. Right. If they all reconcile. Yeah. I don't care. I think it's more that I want them to understand each other better and to say it's okay to agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. It's okay that we don't see eye to eye. Let's just leave it at that and respect each other's opinions. And and that's it. I mean, these ladies have been friends for so long. And then it makes me think about my friends that I've known for 10 plus years. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I never want to be caught in a situation with them like that. Like, I don't ever want something like that to just deteriorate. And I think we can see that Drita and Karen, you know, they've always had their differences, even before the show started. So I feel like as long as they can understand each other, that's all that I want. Because I don't really care if they say, okay, cool, we're friends, like, now we're BFFs. No, I don't need that. Just understand each other and respect each other, and that's it. Mm-hmm. You better say that, Paulina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this, with Karen on the phone, it, it was something just... I don't know, it kind of felt like magical, you know? It was something like, oh my gosh, like Karen's on the phone, you know? Um, but it puts a better perspective for me that these ladies have actually kind of grown. I know it doesn't kind of seem like that, but from season one to season, you know, six, there's just so much growth to me. They've really matured. You think a, so? At least a little bit. Yeah, I do. I feel especially like, Renee. Yeah, Which especially Renee. Oh my God, Renee. Renee. Yes. I love Renee. I love Renee. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Renee's transformation has been, like, amazing. Yeah. I'm loving amazing. what she's doing this Even season. when she sat on this couch, she admitted to us that she wasn't great, but 
she, I feel like in this entire season, if I had to pick one of them, she's the one that most changed. Yeah, she mm-hmm. put it out there for most us to. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. And it so sucks to see like our fan favorites, like like Drita and Karen, like not getting it together, and then we bring Carla back, and it's like what? Like this reunion is going to be epic. Yes. So I think think. it's finally time to get into our After Buzz TV prediction. Woo! And now, your After Buzz TV. I'm so sad! (laughs) This is so real right now, it's crazy. Can you believe? (laughs) It's not even a lot to predict on. There's too much. Like, there's too much. Okay, wait, before we go into it. Right? Because we had to do we had to do this, guys. Okay, so in this episode, the thing that we love the most is that all the wives admitted to their crime. So we have Yeah, we didn't we didn't now. mention it with Karen on the phone, which is okay. It's fine. That's fine. Because this is our thing now. Yeah. Okay, so we have Karen. She admitted to being loyal to the wrong people. I can agree with that. I can yeah. agree with that. From watching her from the last couple of seasons, would you guys No, say hers was giving wrong people respect. Giving wrong people. Giving the wrong people oh, okay. respect. Word for mm-hmm. word is yes. giving, okay. Yes. Giving the wrong people respect. Do you agree or disagree? I agree. I totally agree with that. Who would be the person of that like, as an example. Yep. Really? Drita. Drita. I was gonna I was thinking like Lee or uh, not Liam. Oh, Lee's actually a great one. <laughs> and Lee. <laughs> or Storm. Or Storm. But okay. Yeah. So why Drita? Speaking Drita because, you know, they just went so back and forth. We've seen from going back in the past with season one, they tried to work it out, then they didn't work it out. Season yeah. two, here we go, you know, fight on the balcony. So she tried, I think, try to... Karen tried. Karen tried, sorry. Karen tried to give Drita loyalty no, and, you yeah. know, just say, listen, from one heavyweight to another heavyweight, let's do this, let's, you know, let's kind of team up. But didn't work. Drita wasn't having it. So do you... Feel like it was more her, Karen, trying to get that, like, yeah. rest assured, okayness with Drita? Or Definitely. do you, yeah? Yeah. Okay, I think so you didn't Karen think it was, was the opposite way around, like, Drita trying harder. Okay. Mm-mm. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. And then Carla says, correct me if I'm wrong, Blake. Oh, I uh, <laughs> She was loyal to a fault. That is correct. But w- regarding what would you say? Yes. Mm. Loyal to a fault. Probably because, I mean, she really seems to take her relationship seriously. I mean, even, like, with Drita, for example. Mm -hmm. She was, like, good friends with Drita until Drita decided, like... Oh no! I've got this thing going on on the side. Yeah, I'm Drita, Drita, you better get out there and get that press on. Yeah, they're all against you. Yeah, well, yeah, because Car- you know Carla was still with her, and it really seemed like Drita just kind of pulled back and her. and spun everything. And then Carla was like left saying, "What the hell's going on? I don't even right. know. I thought things were fine with Drita. What's yeah. happening?" So we were wondering this whole time, mm-hmm. what is going on with Drita? So I mean, her loyalty was kind of like with Drita, and then Drita gave her reason to not be loyal anymore because it was just sort of crazy. So I do feel like like Carla takes her friendships very serious and really is loyal to a lot of people who she believes are true to her mm-hmm. until it's shown otherwise. <laughs> Ernie and ELHP on YouTube, yes, we were all shocked that 
uh, Lee almost got exposed, but we didn't <gasps> see his face. Yes. Oh my god. We were over there just having they a were heart like, attack. Lee, show <laughs> Lee, and <laughs> Mama, show us the face. Damn it! They didn't do it. Oh. <laughs> uh, we were just like, hey, imagine oh. if we asked Karen just now about Lee. We didn't. We're nice. Oh, we're, we nice. we're nice. We're nice. We should have. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Drita. Yes. Says. Actually, no, let's jump to Renee before Drita. Renee's comment is, uh, falling in love with a lifestyle made for men. Now, that is something mm. that I could have almost made up for her. Yes. <laughs> I, I like, like that's so, so true. Yeah. That definitely. fits her perfectly. Yeah, I mean, she's she's more than anybody always talking about, like, the old school way of things and yeah. how she grew up and how men took care of everything and, you know, just this, she she often refers to, like, her childhood or how she grew up and mm-hmm. just, you know, how everything was just sort of magical and, like, provided for her. Yeah. And, you know, she really talks about the mob uh, being a man's game and women were sort of on the side of things. I mean, men did their business. Men got themselves arrested. No, they and, did I, and they I did. can see... Through her a little bit, yeah. like I can, I can feel her energy that she was like in it to win it back in the day. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, she like, was a she ride was or die. Exactly. Like, yeah. um, you almost like wanted to be a fly in the wall when she oh, was yeah. Yeah, out she there, seems like, like that. hanging out with those people. Totally. Mm-hmm. Because even so, like in this day and age, she still like exemplifies like the mob was my thing, and it still is today. But she's cleaned it up a bit. Thank mm-hmm. God, and I and I'm so proud of her with her um, with her son with his girl. I mean, like with the dance. I mean, I could go on about her. I think I'm a fan favorite when it comes to Renee. But I genuinely, especially after this season, love her. <coughs> she she executed above and beyond, mm-hmm. despite her addictions, despite everything. So I love her. Yeah. All right, and then well, she, and she sort of ended up on a positive note too. I mean, yes. we've seen a lot yeah. of these other women sort of be negative and fighting and whatever. Exactly. But for yeah. once, Renee is not the one fighting. Yeah. And she's taking up dancing and she's like <laughs> doing all these positive things. So that's really cool to see mm-hmm. Renee in Amazing. that sort of light. Yeah. Amazing. And then uh, Drita said. I don't know what Drita's was, because all I have is that Ange will always be there for her. Drita's was staying in love with a former professional bank robber. Oh, Oh, well, that was straight to the point. (laughs) And very true. That is very true. I was sad, though, that Ange didn't say hers. I know. I mean, the whole thing is just hard to watch. We know what's happened. It's devastating. But then we still have these residual episodes to watch, and it's almost... Like it's going to be oh, very difficult know? for us yeah. to watch the reunion. Mm-hmm. It is because we're Definitely. gonna watch half of a reunion with her there. We're gonna watch her getting tired through it. Watch why she wasn't at the second. T- you know, it mm-hmm. sucks. Like it's, I, I, and it, this sounds really weird to say, but I feel very blessed to be able to be on the journey with her. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just so brave of her to include everybody. I mean, I can't say that. I certainly would you? can't say oh, no. Would you? I certainly can't would say you I would do the same. Include people on your cancer I, run. I definitely wouldn't. I would only include you know close friends and family. Yeah. So I give her props to let all of America really and you know just the world enjoy that journey and let them yeah. know like I'm going through this with she you guys. She always yeah. wanted people on her journey though. That's yeah. the thing, especially after watching this bullshit VH1 tribute. I'm sorry I called it BS because it made us wonder right we were all kind of like 
This almost seems like an O.J. Simpson kind of thing, like, like <laughs> tribute, like like almost <laughs> flabbergasting it too much, which yes. is like totally, yeah. it has nothing to do with that at all. Right. But and we, you know what I mean? I it was almost like to see we more of, a of her family or yes. people close to Anne. Every time yes. the spotlight was put on the family, yeah. we loved it. But when we were watching yeah. certain housewives or love and hip hop and mm-hmm. those people, we were like kind of confused. Yeah. We were like, we need to be on this tribute. Yeah. The after bus, the after bus people. <laughs> I mean, they can hey. give you the real deal. Yeah, I mean, they, they can were get s- Karen on the line and Carla <laughs> on the line. Yeah, uh, I mean, they were definitely trying to include the VH1 family. Obviously, yeah. we had you know things from Basketball Wives and Jersey Shore and you know all kinds of stuff. All so they right. were they were trying to include the VH1 family, and and we get it. Some from of the Jersey Shore people were from the, from <laughs> Staten Island, which is fine. They were, um, but yeah, a little more of the family. And like more of the mob wives and just the friends and I don't know people close to Ange. It would have been really nice to see yeah, more, a little more, more heartfelt. Yeah, I think. exactly. So since we are now on, you know, the uh, tribute for Big Ange, how did you guys feel about? Well, I was gonna bring up Snooky, but Nicole over she here. Already already did. Had. I was like so annoyed with the lighting, like the makeup. Everyone looked bad. I'm being so mean right like now. Like Snooky and some of the other guests, where we were kind of just like. Like Andy the Cohen. Whole, and yeah, the whole time we were all like, our, literally our heads were like this. Because we get it. It's VH1. That was her thing. Mm-hmm. She had a reality show on VH1. She did meet a lot They're of reality They're a part of the VH1 stars. family. She did for sure. touch a lot of reality stars. We'll totally agree to that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She did. But wouldn't it have been nice to like hear more? Like yeah, when we saw her, her sister sitting there, like... You could see on her face, like, how raw... I mean, it must have been... And that was... What did Karen just tell us? They shot that on Monday? What? Like, this this is so... It's all been such a rapid fire of events. Exactly. It must be so hard to kind of put on a persona where it's like, yes, my sister was the best, and, like, here's all these celebrities sitting in the same room as me. It must be really a culture shock, and, like... Mm -hmm. It's just, it's, it must be so difficult to have to, like, wrap your head around that, you know? Yeah. Being that you're the the fame, the fortune, the, the reality of it, and then having to put on this, like, well, it's all good. Yeah. Praise her. Like, no, you're yeah, mourning. Definitely. You're mourning a loss, and it must be difficult. Yes. Well, and if we can come away with anything from this whole tribute, and at the end they they sort of had a moment to this as well, is that Ange really made sure to let everyone know that smoking was the cause of, yes. Her, yes. of her cancer so, and her problems. So big time, no smoking. No. No smoking. The message is just so clear. Yeah. Uh, especially, I mean, if you have smoking problems, deal with it. Get a patch or sign up for a crew, whatever you <laughs> get have to do. Get the or get the, I yes. mean, wh- what sucks the most is these... Um, these vapes that everyone oh, yeah, smokes, especially in LA, like we yeah. know, we see it all the time. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's so different in New York. You know, everyone has a cigarette in their mouth in New York. Oh, wow. It must be difficult. So, I don't know. I don't know how to like. I don't want to send out a PSA here at After Buzz TV, but just you know, if you have a friend that is addicted to nicotine, yeah. this and that, just try to persuade them to come out of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So, do we have some predictions for the reunion? Mm, yes. Well, I predict that. Of course, it's going to be one for the books. But I also predict, hopefully, 
there's some type of talking, communication. I predict yeah. Carla's going to get a lot off of her chest. I'm ready for that because she's one of the quietest ones. I love her. And she always has the right thing to say. So I predict she's going to really come more out of her shell and talk about behind the scenes more. Paulina. I just want to see more of the fights. I'm excited to see Drita. <laughs> I want to see that go down. I don't think anyone's going to reconcile. How did you officially. feel about the fight t- tonight, though? Did you feel it was called for? Like, <coughs> I, like the I whole blowout? Like the, I feel the sit-down was called for. The whole physicality of it was uncalled for because nothing was said. Yeah. Nothing mm-hmm. was even said to be offended. It was just like, relax, relax, and then back and forth, and then boom, it blew up. Right. So I'm not expecting anything to kind of like reconcile here. I think everyone just kind of wants to say their piece and then just get out of there, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping for the opposite. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hoping that because of Andrew and because of the situation and because of all of the issues we've seen thus far, I'm hoping that this will sort of prove a common ground between the ladies and maybe just sort of you know, give some reality to the situation and let them really realize that uh, things are not this serious and maybe they can rise above. Yeah. I feel like reality has really hit home for them this Mm -hmm. year. This is insane. I feel so lucky to be a part of this panel. The last episode of Mob Wives, the series finale, season finale, all the above. I mean, losing Big A just is insane. I, I don't really have a prediction, you guys. I just really hope that we end it on a note where all four of us can be so proud to represent such an amazing mm-hmm. reality show. Because reality shows kind of suck half the time, okay? But this one is where it's at, right? Especially yeah. for Absolutely. all the wives shows out there. Yes. We are so fortunate yes. to be able to cover After Buzz TV Mob Wives on VH1. We will be talking to you guys next week with the reunion, part one. Catch us. We will be interviewing Carla next week for part one of the reunion and where can everyone find you guys as we sign off here at After Buzz TV? Well, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, at Howard III and of course, my crime, I'm a baddie. <laughs> <laughs> You're a what? A baddie. <laughs> a baddie, yeah. I like it, oh, I, like I get it. it. I get it. Now I get it. You guys can find me on Twitter at underscore Paulina Aguilar and on Instagram at Paulina M. Aguilar. And my biggest crime is being sick and not being able to dazzle you with my personality. Oh, oh my little sick. Paulina. Which is a serious crime. <laughs> And I'm Blake V, and you can, of course, find me on Twitter and Instagram at Blake V Media. And my biggest crime is my big heart being so sad that everything is coming to an end. Yeah. I don't know if that's a crime, but I'll, it's sad. I'm it's taking sad it as a crime, crime right now. You can find me at Nicole Brazier on all of social media, and my biggest crime is not having food. <laughs> Oh. In the last five hours, I'm hungry. <laughs> no, <laughs> my biggest crime is I don't know. I don't know. I'm just so sad. I'm so I know. Sad. I'm hard. so sad, but I'm so excited for next week. So thank you so much for tuning thank in tonight you. with After Buzz TV Mob Wives. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Congrats, Maria! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.